All right, guys. So the other thing that we're going to be doing this, this, this morning, in addition to diving into God's word, is we're going to be giving some ministry updates. And so what we're really going to be doing this during this time is talking about where we've been as a church, where we are now as a church, and where we're going as a church. Guys, it wasn't long ago that we were having our first core group gatherings in this room. And we were dreaming about what our church would become. And the church started off just with 70 people in this room and we were worshiping and we were praying just a little over two years ago that God would begin to do something amazing, that he would use us for his glory and his purpose in the city. So as we share these different stats and these different numbers and exciting stories, just remember this is Jesus church. And these are evidences of his grace, of him using us as ordinary people to accomplish his purpose. So what I'd like to do um, to start off is just walk you through some different exciting things about ways that God has grown our church. So let me start off just with the big number of, of attendance, okay? So last year, 2018, we had an average of 239 people coming per week. So far in the calendar year of 2019, we've had an average of 357 coming a week. And as of last week, this fall, we've had an average of 425 people coming per week. Yeah. So 70 to 425 in just over two years. And we praise God for that because people here means new people experiencing life in Christ, new people getting connected, new people deepening relationship with Jesus and hungering and thirsting to know him. Secondly, I'd like to share with you about our connection groups. We talk about connection groups each and every week here at Salt City. We say that we love for people to be involved in our connection groups ministry because you don't primarily learn to walk with Jesus by sitting in a row, but by sitting in a circle and getting to know other people on a deep heart level and talking about the things of God. And so we've gone from 15 groups last year to 22 groups, and we'll uh, likely be adding another five groups coming up in the, in the spring. So 15 groups to 22 groups. Something that we're really excited about is baptisms. We love to see people meet Jesus as part of the life of our church. And we could have never imagined when we started the church how many people God would bring into relationship with himself. And so 91 people have been baptized to date in the life of our church. We actually have 28 people. Another person jumped on board, signed up to get baptized tonight. Yeah. And uh, so a total of 119 people. And my guess is there's gonna be a few more people who jump in after they, they participate in the party tonight and, and God's tapping you on the shoulder and you're gonna get dunked and that's gonna be awesome and we're gonna get that number up to like 125 or something like that. Just, just by the way, could you raise your hand if you have been baptized um, as part of Salt City Church at some point. Just leave those hands up, okay, guys? Yeah, woo! Awesome, awesome. Reason I say that, you know, so, so you think about, you know, 119 or 120 people, that's like a, over a fourth of our crowd has been baptized in the last couple years. 
And, and that's remarkable. It really does show that people are living out this vision, are letting their light shine in this community, and people are coming to know Jesus in droves. And we're saying, God, keep on doing that. Keep bringing people to faith in you. Another indication of the, of the health of our church is giving. And so sometimes when, when people talk about giving, you immediately think about money, and that is what we're talking about, okay? So, um, so we love that because Jesus said that you can't serve both God and money. And so actually people giving their money, their treasure to the church is an indication that Jesus has truly transformed their life. And so a year ago, um, we had $377,220.37 given from the beginning of 2018 until this point, the beginning of December. And so far this year, we've had $503,424.28 given to our church in 2019. So just want to say thank you so much for participating in the life of this church by giving and making this all possible with your financial resources. We want to say we are deeply thankful for that and more thankful for the spiritual reality that's behind that, that you, you see the kingdom of God as a valuable investment of your treasure. And then the last thing I want to talk about is the Multiply campaign. And so we have had $673,184 pledged to Multiply. And so far this year, we've had $501,127.81. And so if you add those two numbers together, in 2019, over a million dollars has been given to Salt City Church. And so... We are praising God for that. I want to give you some windows into some of our more specific ministries. And so I'm going to invite Jenna Weichel and Laura Lawson up on the stage. And they are going to share about our Connection Group's ministry and about our kids' ministry, respectively. So let me give them a little bit of time to get up here. And they're going to share. And then after they share, going to invite our Salt Company staff to come up and share about what God is doing in our college ministry. So first off, this is Jenna Weichel, and she helps lead up our Connection Groups ministry. Good morning. Um, yeah, as Drew has said, as Salt City has grown and God's faithfulness in just our attendance on Sunday has grown, the same is happening with Connection Groups. Um, this fall, we have grown by eight groups, and right now we have 22 Connection Groups, totaling over 200 community members. So that is just a huge praise as we are seeing God draw people in on Sundays and then throughout the week. Um, the purpose of connection groups is to invite you into Christ-centered, authentic community that happens beyond Sunday mornings. And this looks like doing life together, holding each other accountable, being a safe place to ask questions that come from the sermons on Sunday, um, having people to walk through life together when trials and sufferings come, to celebrate when the joys of life come. And we're seeing that happen all throughout our connection groups. Um, some of the best stories I think that we've heard this semester have to do with people who God has drawn in on Sundays and then drawn into connection groups who didn't know who Jesus was before. And through connection groups, through asking real questions, they have been led into relationship with Christ. And we're seeing that tonight as 13 community members are getting baptized at BWP. So that's huge. Um, if you are not currently part of a connection group and want to be connected, there's a few ways you can do that. One is to head to our website 
And under the Connect tab, you'll find the list of connection groups. And you can just email one of the leaders that you that fits your area best. Um, you can also head out to the welcome table, or you can just find me after the service, and I will get you plugged in. Hi, I'm Laura Lawson, and um, I get to coordinate Salt City Kids, which is our children's ministry. So those adorable little babies that you got to see on stage earlier, I get to hang out with them, not to brag. Um, but we've made a few changes this semester in Salt City Kids. As we've added more babies, we've added an additional classroom, um, which has been really great for our kids and even better for our volunteers. We've also added some worship into our Sunday mornings in our classroom. So our preschool and our elementary classes um, join up together, and they sing a couple of worship songs every Sunday. And what's great is that the worship that we're using actually comes straight from Scripture. So if your kids, like mine, are singing the same four words at the top of their lungs as they're riding home in the car, you can just be comforted that they're hiding God's word in their heart while they're doing it. Um, what's great is that each week in our classrooms, no matter what we're studying, our main lesson, like it is here in big church, as my kids say, is, um, is that Jesus is the, the hero of the Bible, that Jesus is what's central to everything. And so that's what we want your kids to go home with each week. Um, and I'm excited to share that next semester, we're going to start something or try something a little bit different starting in January. The same passages that we're discussing here in big church will be what we're discussing back in our classroom. So we're going to try that for our next sermon series. So hopefully as parents, you can find that that's a good way for you to kind of connect with your child over the things that they're learning. We just get to have a little bit more games and crafts and goldfish crackers back there. Um, the best way for you as a parent to um, keep up with what your child is learning in class is to check out our Salt City Parents Facebook page, which is something fairly new. So each week that page is updated with um, discussion questions, a summary of what we've learned, as well as some ways that you can dig deeper in scripture with your child to kind of reinforce those lessons. One more exciting new thing that we have coming up is that in a few weeks on January 25th, we are going to have our first ever Salt City Parenting Retreat, um, which means that for that Saturday morning, we will spend the morning um, learning what it looks like to be called to be a parent, a godly parent, a gospel-centered parent. So we'll do that through teaching time, through discussion, through some Q&A panels on parenting topics. Um, we'll also have good food and free childcare, which is awesome. So for parents, I hope that this can be a time of just rejuvenation and kind of a refocusing on what it means to be a godly parent. We we can all use that sometimes. Um, and if you are not a parent yet, but think that you may be someday, I would love to invite you to come as well. I think the first time that it's, it's a good idea to think about what it looks like to be a godly parent, maybe before you actually have the screaming newborn in your arms. So we would love to have you there as well. And you can actually register already for that on the Salt City website under the events tab. Um, and lastly, while I'm up here, I have to give a huge thank you to all of you who have or do volunteer with Salt City Kids. So I'm going to pull a Drew. And if you have volunteered with Salt City Kids, can you raise your hands? There are so many. Yeah. You guys are just incredible to watch you lead and teach and love the kids in our church, even when they're being really difficult to love. It's just a great picture of God's love for us. And especially, as I always say, for those of you who are students or who don't even have kids yourselves yet and still choose to faithfully serve in Salt City Kids, I just want to say a special thank you to you. Your maturity and your commitment to serving within the body of Christ is so, it's so astounding. It's, it's a huge testimony to what God is doing in your lives, as well as I think in the life of our church.
And um, I also want to give one more special thank you, and that's to my sister, Lisa, who you saw up here earlier. She's been helping me with preparing and planning the lessons for our preschool classroom. So thank you, Lisa. It's a huge blessing to me. So thank you again to all the volunteers um, who help out with Salt City Kids. And if you are not volunteering with Salt City Kids but feel like you may be being kind of called to do that, um, I would love to have you join our team. So you can sign up on our website or you can talk to me, and I'd love to talk to you about what that might look like. Thanks. All right. Hey, thanks, Jenna and, and Laura, for those updates. I'm now going to uh, invite our Salt Company staff to come up and share about what God's doing at the University of Minnesota and at St. Thomas. So welcome up, Jordan and Drake. But we also have Abby and Colin, so clap for them, too. Come on, Drew. We're good. Oh, there we go. I'm kind of disappointed that you got that fixed that quickly. Um, yeah, so uh, my name's Jordan, and uh, we're up here to give a little Salt Company update. So if you don't know, Salt Company is uh, the college ministry of Salt City Church, and we have a really cool privilege. Um, I, I don't know of any other college ministry anywhere that is as loved and supported by their church as we are, and, and that this ministry has actually become a focal point of who we are and what we do as a church is incredible. And so I, I wanted to start with thanking you for that. I, I, that might even be a little odd for some of you, um, but God, I think, is using your investment and your faith in this campus and in us to do some pretty ridiculous things. And so uh, thanks for valuing that as a church. So we, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Um, we actually have three worship services going on every week. So we've got this one, then we've got two Salt Company worship services that happen every week. We've got leadership development and leaders meetings. We've got connection groups specifically for college students. There's a ton going on behind the scenes that a lot of these guys are working on. Um, we're thankful for you guys. Um, I feel like as a church and in Salt Company, we constantly live in this tension of what we're seeing God do and trying to have contentment in that, but the dream for him to do even more. That, that's always been a part of our heart as a church. It's a part of our heart as Salt Company. And, and so I remember uh, walking into the Salt Company Conference, which is a, a thing that's hard to explain, but essentially we're a part of a network of churches and salt companies. And at the Salt Company Conference, they all get together in one place and you walk into this room with over 2,000 college students sold out worshiping for Jesus. And every time I walk in that room, I have this moment where I go, this group is gonna change the world. And this is what I wanna give my life to. And, and I'm so thankful for the opportunity. The first time I got to bring Minnesota students into that was one of the coolest moments of my life. But I started quickly feeling this tension of excited to be there, but also going, the, the scale in the Twin Cities is, is so phenomenally large that we want to dream for even more than just participating in this. What would it be like to have something like this even in the Twin Cities? And so I started running the math on the number of schools that were involved in that conference. I think it was something like 10. Run the math on the total enrollment of all of those schools. And it was somewhere around 250,000 college students. And then I found out that there's 250,000 college students just in the Twin Cities. And that's when we started dreaming about what would it be like to have an event like that just just in this city. And we realize we've got to have not just one, but a bunch of salt companies all around this city. We've got to hire more staff. Let's, it's, it's, we've got to go. And, and so we've had the opportunity to start to take steps forward on that. They're baby steps, but we're laying the foundation of what we, th we think we will see a conference of thousands of students in the city worshiping Jesus someday. And we believe we're laying the foundation for that. And so, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 
And so we've had the opportunity to start to see um, those steps. So actually one of my highlights of the fall so far was someone asking me a logistics question, which you might be shocked by if you know me. But here's the reason why I loved it is because during kickoff week, they came up to me and asked me which campus the prayer gathering was on. And I stood there and I was amazed at, oh my gosh, we have more than one campus to go pray for because we've launched a second salt company. And, that, and that's wild. And so we prayed on two campuses on Wednesday. We launched Salt St. Paul on Thursday. Then we kicked off with Salt at the U on Friday two kickoffs. Who gets to do that? And so I think we've got a slide about the statistics there. And so between the two, we got to share the gospel with 710 students in two days, which is, and, and one of the things that we talk about is we want to make it hard to walk on this campus and not hear about Jesus or not know of a place where you can follow him. And I think we're actually starting to see that. Like the students are like, yeah, we know who you are. It's actually getting difficult, um, which which we love, and uh, so we're thankful for that. And then recently we had our fall retreat, um, which you can throw up a, a slide for that. And between the two of us, we had 174 students get away for the weekend to worship Jesus. And it had this almost conference-like vibe as Salt St. Paul and the U of M came together and multiple people gave their lives to Jesus on that weekend. And they went there with no hope and they came back with hope for eternity. And that's what this is all about. Um, and, but what I love is not just the numerical growth, but also the growth into maturity. And so we're seeing things like the worship was unbelievably engaged at the retreat. They, they weren't just there to hang out with friends, which they did and have fun, all that stuff, but they were there to meet with Jesus. And not only on Saturday night when everybody's emotional and excited, but actually Sunday morning after they had gotten like an hour of sleep because they don't sleep. And, um, but they, they showed up and they worshiped Jesus and, and there's depth developing. I'm seeing stuff like um, prayer gatherings, impromptu prayer gatherings that are happening before uh, Salt Company that some of our students are just getting together to pray and just believe in the power of prayer. Um, and then I'm also seeing uh, maturity and growth in our staff team. So last spring, Hannah and I were trying to keep this thing on the rails and uh, Kaylee was on maternity leave and we were trying to survive. And now we have seven Salt Company staff members, which is such a gift. And yeah, you can clap for that. Um, and, and two of them in particular, Colin and, and Tony, who just graduated from the U and are now standing up uh, preaching the Bible to their peers, which is a really hard thing to do. And they're doing really well. I don't get how it's this good already. Um, they're, they're doing a good job and it's awesome. So anyway, so our staff is killing it. So I want to turn it over to them. Yeah, hi guys. If I haven't met you yet, my name is Abby. And like Jordan said, I moved here in June to work on staff with Salt Company. And so I actually came from a larger ministry context. And something that I heard a lot while I was on staff there was like, hey, what you see is not something that just happened, but it's actually hard work of 20 plus years of just faithful men and women who just followed Jesus and worked really hard because they believed that the gospel should be known um, in that place. And so I think what has been like really sweet about my time here so far is that I feel like I'm actually experiencing that and I understand that in a whole new way. So for our students that are in Salt Company and even for this church and for the members of Salt City, it is so cool to see that, okay, probably in hopefully 20 years, Lord willing, we can look back and actually say it was this group of people that worked really hard, that were faithful, that laid the foundation of prayer, of commitment to this church, of people to just know Jesus, and that were faithful in the peaks and the valleys, that it was this group 
that did that in 20 years. And so it is, has been honor, honestly an honor to just come and take part in that and to see that. And I think even just specifically like in Salt Company, something that has been especially sweet to, to see is, so we sent, we sent students on overseas summer trips and we sent our first group of students on trips this past summer. We sent 10 students and it has been a privilege to watch them come back and to witness their heart change. They have um, just a passion for the gospel to be made known at the U and even further than that, just bringing in international students into our ministry. And so our hope and prayer is that that not only continues um, in Salt Company, but even in our church too, that we would um, not only reach people in Minneapolis and at the U or at uh, St. Thomas, but all over and that we would invite in internationals, people that aren't like us, and then take that message to the ends of the earth. And so it has been so cool to see them even shape Salt Company in five months this fall and just can't wait to see how that continues on. Yeah, and so my name is Drake, and I'm the director at Salt Company St. Paul. And it was about a year ago that I began to hear from Drew and Jordan the vision and the conviction that they had of how do we, how do we reach all of these students in this big city? Like, is it that we just invite all of them to this one at the U of M? And their heart began to think, no, we need to multiply. We need to start salt companies at different campuses. And that's where they presented the idea of reaching out to St. Thomas. And so I wanted to pull up uh, the attendance slide that we have. Because last year, at a given time, there, there was a maximum of four students from St. Thomas coming to Salt Company. And this year, as we see, we have a weekly average of 52 students gathering and then 211 now gathering at the U of M, which means that there's a jump of 121 students that are taking part in Salt Company this year as opposed to last year. And so that's just God's faithfulness and showing up of multiplying was worth it. And we see the vision of what he wants to do and what he wants to continue to do. And so we are so excited for what he's going to continue to do. Because it was three months ago that Saul St. Paul was just basically an idea. It was planning meetings. It was a dream of reaching this campus. And then finally, we got to meet these students that we had been praying for over a year to meet. And it was through, obviously, college minutes of the most ridiculous things, like, hey, do you want to come chase Sasquatch around your campus? Sure, why not? Uh, or, hey, come out and play Ultimate with us. Like, simple things like that, that these students were coming out having no idea what they were going to become a part of. And then they jumped in, and those students became, became the faithful students that were gathering every single week and just hearing how they were experiencing authentic community for the first time. They were hearing the gospel freshly for the first time in their life. And I remember sitting down with one student, and he said, Drake, I grew up in the church, and, and I thought that joy in the Christian life was saved for eternity. Like, I thought it was going to be wait for eternity, then you will have joyful life. But he's saying, now I realize that Christ wants us to have that now, that now is the most joyful life possible. And that's just kind of what's been happening in the students' hearts. And then the, the thing that's been blowing my mind even more is that we have started to see that these students are saying that this isn't just for myself. This is meant to go out to other people, that this is a joy for my own heart, but it's such a joyful thing that I cannot contain it. I need to tell other people around me about it. And so they've been pulling in their friends. They've been pulling in people that they know because they're like, we need you to experience what God is doing through the Salt Company. 
And so the amazing thing is that over three months, it turned from an idea to a faithful community to a movement across the campus that we cannot wait to see what he continues to do on this campus, what he continues to do at the U of M. And so we are expectant. We are excited because these students are getting that DNA and that excitement of the vision of what does it look like to be a light on a campus, as we talked about today. And so I wanted to share with you, uh, or have Colin share with you, one of those stories of a student that's been, yeah, just greatly impacted by Jesus this year. And that, that has led him to share that with others. So here we go. My name is Colin, and I'm on staff with Salt Company in St. Paul. And like Drake was saying, I remember getting to campus three months ago, and we really knew no one. And so we were just walking by freshman dorms and literally anyone we walked by, we were inviting them to come play games with us. And I remember meeting this one young man, his name was Dylan. And in my head at the time, I was like, honestly, I'm probably going to forget your name because you probably won't come, but that's okay. And he just came, he showed up and he, and he brought some friends and he just kept showing up during mission to campus and, and he showed up to kickoff and he got plugged into a connection group. And I remember at our first connection group, all the dudes in my connection group kind of started this competition, as guys do, where they were going to see who could miss the least number of connection group and salt companies, which as a leader was awesome. <laughs> so I'm not really sure what the motivation was at first, but, but Dylan just kept coming. He, he kept showing up, and a few weeks into school, I met up with him at, at Devani's, and we were sharing pizza, and I, I just started to hear his story. And, and he grew up in the church, uh, but, but didn't really know what it meant to, to walk with Jesus. And, and a few months later, I met up with him, and he started to ask these, these really sweet questions of, what does it mean to walk with Jesus in my everyday life? How, how does that affect the way I live my life now? And then I met up with him just a couple weeks ago, and Dylan is a different person. Jesus has completely changed his life. He leads out in connection group and authenticity. He's the first to confess sin. He can speak gospel truth back into the sin that he's confessing. He can speak gospel truth into the guys in his connection group of how does the gospel change the way that we live now. And what's even, what's so sweet is people are starting to see that in Dylan. Dylan is starting to invite some of his high school friends and college friends to Salt Company, and they want to stay because they've seen how God has used Salt Company to radically change Dylan's life, to, to bring him from a life of death to a life in Jesus. And what's so sweet is we get to celebrate with Dylan tonight. He's getting baptized. I'm so excited. And, and Dylan is just one of, of many stories uh, at Salt St. Paul and at Salt Company at the University of Minnesota that God is just using Salt Company to completely change people's eternity. So I'm gonna invite Drew back up uh, to close us out. All right, guys, let me uh, close us out with a couple um, quick updates on what God's doing, what we see him doing in the future. And so um, it was a month ago that I think I got up and gave a Multiply update for you guys. For those of you who don't know what Multiply is, um, we started raising some money in February, trusting that God would provide us with a long-term space for Salt Company to meet in, either a lease space or a space that we could and so we've been wrestling with some different possibilities, and we were looking um, at a leased space for a long time. 
And uh, things were kind of falling apart with that as we were trying to figure out the financing to lease uh, the build out. And so anyway, we uh, were just praying and seeking God together. And we actually decided as an elder team to set up a meeting for yesterday um, where we would just seek God together for what was next for us as a church. And so we decided to put that on the calendar. We're going to fast, we're going to pray, and we're going to seek God together on what the next steps are for us as a church. Then it was during Thanksgiving week that for the first time, literally since this whole building process started, that a building got on our radar that would actually be a possibility for us not to lease, but to buy. It was literally the first building that sort of fit this 25,000 to 50,000 square foot mark that we actually might possibly be able to afford. And so we started to investigate that possibility. And we talked about that. And then we actually met up as elders uh, yesterday, and we decided that God was leading us as an elder team to take the first step towards purchasing that building. And so we're actually in the process of putting in a letter of intent to buy this building at 3010 Broadway Avenue, which is just uh, at the corner basically of 280 and Broadway. And so what we're not saying is, we got the building, yeah, let's, let's celebrate. There's a number of other parties that are interested in the building as well. There might be other offers coming in, but we believe that God is leading us to take this next step. And it's okay for us to be excited, even if it doesn't happen, right? Like, that's sweet. Um, and, and the primary reason we're excited about that is we believe that a building is going to facilitate what God is already doing in the life of our church. So our vision going forward is like, God, would you just keep doing this over and over and over again? Would you keep bringing people into saving a relationship with you? Would you keep drawing people into our connection groups ministry, into Christ-centered community? Would you keep drawing us together as a family, and would you provide a building for us to meet in that would continue to make that possible and make that happen for us to meet under one roof as a church family together? So just encourage you to to join us in praying as we continue to take next steps uh, toward that end. And then uh, secondly, the other thing that I'm really excited about going forward is for us to all come back again tonight. Because uh, we can talk all we want about the vision of our church, but I really believe that the best place to get the vision of our church is to sort of pass that mic down the row of all the people who Jesus is transforming as part of our church and for you to hear their stories. And so I'd encourage you to come back tonight. We're going to get 28, maybe 2,800 people baptized tonight. Who knows? Um, And Jesus is going to do something uh, amazing there, a work of his grace in all of our hearts, just as we see a tangible evidence of his work in our city. So let me pray. And Isaac's going to come up and we're going to sing all glory be to Christ uh, together just to celebrate his work uh, in our church. So let's pray. Um, Father God, uh, all glory uh, goes to you. Uh, You have been so good to us. We are uh, unschooled, ordinary people who have been with Jesus. And um, this is not any person's work. This is a work of your grace, a work of your spirit. And we thank you that you have allowed us to be participants in it and that we get a front row seat in seeing our own lives transform and seeing the lives of, of those around us transform. And so we do give all the glory to you, Jesus. Amen.